Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. For network or show information, visit byteradio.me or call 843-808-0777. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my very special guest is June Kottner, and we'll be talking about her newest book, Hey, It's Your Day, Inspirational Quotes and Affirmations to Live By. June Kottner has been gathering her favorite quotes for more than two decades. Now, she shares these specially curated words of wisdom to guide readers on their personal journeys of positive thinking. Featuring an eclectic selection of figures like Edward Abbey, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, and Oprah Winfrey, this positive thinking book captivates readers with fresh, insightful, and engaging motivational quotes. Inside, they may even discover a new book, mantra, or role model. June Kottner is author of 36 books, including the bestsellers, Graces, Bedside Prayers, Wedding Blessings, and House Blessings. Her books have been published by major houses, including Random House, HarperCollins, and Hatchet. She also has enjoyed working with mid-sized publishers, such as Chronicle Books and Andrews McMeal Publishing. For more information, you can visit June's website, which is www.junecotner.com, and that's J-U-N-E-C-O-T-N-E-R.com. And with that, I'd like to welcome June to the show. Good day, June. Oh, it's it's nice to join you today. Thank you. Thank you, and and hey, it's your day. <laughs> so it's, it uh, is. I like that. <laughs> I like that title. No, uh, well. Before we talk about the title of the book, um, tell us about your love affair of quotes. Kind of how how long have you been a quote collector? <laughs> um, I've actually been a quote collector since um, uh, age 14, and I kept a notebook that I still have today of uh, quotes that really move me in very inspiring or comforting ways, and sometimes both, of course. So, um, And then I regard quotes as motivational. They're wonderful, positive reminders. They help me focus on next goals. Um, they, they become affirmations. They, particularly the short ones, um, I feel they become part of my life. And, um, yeah, there's just something about a short quote um, that um, that hits a certain part of me at a certain time in my life, and it becomes motivational. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, now for some of the listeners who have been following me, they know that I'm a, um avid nature photographer, and um, those who follow me on Facebook know that I love to mix inspirational quotes with my photographs you know because um to me to me you know that's that moment of taking the photograph is really inspires something there's a message sometimes that i, I kind of clearly get and, and so um one of my favorite sources was brainyquote.com, uh, their website. Uh, but I have to say, your your book has now taken taken over. It's, it's going to be my go-to book for that. 
Oh well, thank you. Um, yeah, because I, I, uh, I, you know, I'm not an avid nature photographer like you, but when I'm out hiking, I sure um, take various photos, and then. Um, I also, in terms of nature, say around the garden, the way you might notice the sunlight hitting a tree bark or, um, of course, the, the glisten of perhaps raindrops off of, we have this gorgeous bush that has little purple berries and it's just so pretty and it's just nice to be aware of the small things in life. Yeah. Yeah, I, one of my, I even have a whole section mm-hmm. in my photographs, when, uh, rain kissed, um, because it's just, um, there is something about rain on plants, you know, um, you know, you right. listen, or, I mean, I don't know, there's just something about that, and, and it really kind of just gets down, I think the key in all of that, you, you know, in your book, and kind of what I do with those, the photographs, is inspire, is, is, is to really um, motivate, what, what, how would you describe inspiration? Uh, I think it's noticing something and and or reading something that resonates strongly with me and that, I think those two elements become a source of inspiration for me. It's also being around people who are really positive and they have great ideas and so I think, um, or even books that are about creativity, um, I I really like those. And so I think it's the interaction with the world and also uh, with people around us. And as what you do, also I find a lot of um, interaction with nature um, when I'm hiking. And um, and then I'm in I'm in the Pacific Northwest, so we're known for having a lot of rain here. <laughs> so so when I I have I have to tell myself I will go hike rain or shine. So and then it, of course it's not too bad. You have your umbrella, and it's well I, I I hike with my dog as well, and and he does not mind the rain at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it, it is a, a beautiful air, area up there. And um, now, wh- one of the um, things I noticed about your book is that um, in, in the introduction, you kind of go through different periods of your life and in, in, in how those different periods you um, were drawn to certain areas of life. So I, I kind of want to go through some of those because I, I think um, – for uh, those who are listening, that it would be a good idea to to recognize that um, you know no matter where you are in age, you know there are um, what you're, what's going to inspire you changes. So, for example, now I believe it was in your youth you said that you kind of um, had uh, were, were drawn to the idea of making the most of your day. Um, so, yes. can you tell us. I mean. Can you tell us, I mean, because obviously at age 14, uh, you know, that's, um, it's just, a, that's a, usually a trying time for, for you know, youth. Um, so can you tell us about, you know, that period of time and what the focus was? Sure. Um, yeah, with, with that time, just even three years earlier, um, my mother had passed away, and that was, of course, enormously difficult. And um, there, you know, I definitely put in – so I was drawn to quotes on grieving, which is a young age, you know, to be looking at that. But the 
uh, quotes uh, gave me a lot of comfort. And then as I started to evolve into my uh, junior high and high school years, I just, it's so funny, I've, I've actually read letters from when I was in high school and also junior high, and I was so positive and upbeat. My aunt and uncle had saved these letters that I thought, wow, okay. <laughs> and it's like, it's like discovering a new part of myself. And I, I was gr- glad to see my optimism because I knew how three years earlier I'd lost my mom. And so, um, so, so the, the making the most of your day, um, you know, it was really helpful. And I, I was really surprised how avid I was about uh, school and learning. I mean, I, I didn't necessarily recall that, but I was very upbeat. And, um, and then so I would find these quotes and I would put them in journals, or well, that one notebook. And then what I would do then is I would fire up, find, for the most part, images about nature, and then I would pair it with a quote and then I'd make it into a calendar for myself. And so, you know, I was, let's see, I was doing that late in high school. And, um, and I probably at that time, the images I found were from cards. Um, I would be looking for, for images to go on the calendar I was making. Wow. You know, I, um, that's one of my favorite things to do. It, and actually, it did one of my first calendars was uh, one of those that had quotes on them, um, very small world. Um, so uh, one, of, one of the things you talked about, you know, you talked about losing your mom at a young age, and I believe also your, uh, put, uh, grandfather. your maternal grandfather or something. Yeah. And so, you know, during that period, you talk about the idea of grief. So can you tell us a little bit about um, you know that that particular period, you know, and how some of the quotes may have helped you during that period. Yeah, my um, my uh, my sister is a year younger um, than me, and um, you know, so this is something we of course experienced together, and um, and it was a very confusing time for me because. You just aren't, you aren't used to hearing of um, you know young children losing a parent, and so the the quotes um, just gave me so much comfort, and um, and then I would keep coming across them and I'd put them in my notebook, and so I think both um, you know crying at night and then finding comfort in quotes during the day. Um, I think really helped me move forward, and I I still have such you know wonderful memories of my mother. I I have a beautiful portrait photo of her on my nightstand, and then um, with my grandfather, it's just so so much fun to look over the old black and white photos too, and remember um, all the fun times. He he was really adventuresome. He loved going on road trips, and um, I mean, he'd be funny. I mean, he'd say, I mean, he would say, we'd be driving along, and he'd see a hitchhiker, and he goes, June and Susie, would you like us to pick up someone? And and we're thinking, and we're young, we're going, oh no, <laughs> you know. But but we but we knew he was also kidding about it too. So, um, yeah, it's uh, and he was very positive thinking. He um, and he was. I, I thought clever in some ways. We enjoyed reading, 
and he uh, he actually encouraged me to read the Bible while he was um, napping. And it, it was a lot of good practice to do that much reading and have someone listen to you. Yeah, but well, um, now one of the things that caught me, um, you know, when when we kind of went shifted from the the grief was the idea that sometimes the quotes, if if not inspirational, then they may be comforting or you know even humorous. So, can you tell us? I mean, because see, what what um, I think a lot of people miss is that. Um, quotes can be so very useful in in so many different ways, um, different outcomes in, for different situations. So, can you tell us a little bit about the idea of being, you know, if not inspiration, then comfort and humor? Maybe kind of how how have you gotten comfort and in maybe instances of humor? Uh huh. Um, yes, I um, the. I, I remember, you know, for me as a young mom, one of the, the funniest things was the quote. Um, I can't remember if it's Irma Bombeck, but um, but doing the housework. Um, let's see, what, I, I can't quite remember doing the housework while the um, while the the children are yeah while the children are playing is like shoveling the walk while it's still snowing and you know so just little things like that I. <laughs> I had it on a little magnet on my refrigerator and I kept staring and staring at it all the time because it did help me see how, you know, raising children in many ways was comical and humbling. And, um, but I just remember many, many days just looking at that, that quote on my refrigerator. Um, and then, um, and, and humor's, humor's a, a, kind of a tough thing because you don't know what's going to be really you know funny what's um, going to be tickle bone yeah 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 to to yourself or to someone else and um at one point I had thought of doing a book on humor and my agent had commented to me she goes you know humor is really tough to sell because because you because what strikes you as funny may not strike another person as funny and of course there are you know comedians out there who do wonderful books and um, Alan right, Klein, right. who's a, a mango author, focuses oh, yeah. on humor. So, yep, yep. I know Alan's been on the show. He, I think I have a picture of him from that show wearing a red nose. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he's great. I, it was nice. I, yeah, I was on a Zoom call um, with Mango had like a little holiday Zoom call, and many of the authors were on, and he joined late, and he said. He said, where are the refreshments? <laughs> so, I mean, he, he really is, I think, very funny. So, um, and, yeah, and so so it was nice, you know, going to his website and learning more about him. And and I think his background is he lost his wife when she was quite young, I think in her 30s. And she, you probably know this better than I do, but, of, you know, apparently she was a very humorous person and tried to find humor in life, so she inspired Alan. Yeah, yeah, very much. And, and he, I think he calls himself um, 
a joyologist or something. I mean, there yeah, was some kind yeah. Of thing, something like that. Boy, and that's going back several years now. <laughs> so, because I've been doing this for about 12 years. So, but oh, wow, yes, yes. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so now, um, you know, beyond the okay, – then there was this period, the motherhood period um, of <laughs> – you becoming a mother, and then you know that brought um, focus on children, parenthood, family, those kinds of things. So, tell us about you know just about that period. You know, and, and what are some of the things that you remember um, inspirationally from from that time? You know, I guess what I remember inspirationally, and what I'm really grateful to, is that I was living in the Seattle area at the time, and my uh, children went to a part-time cooperative preschool. And part of that component was tied in with the local community college, and so they offered um, they they offered you know a, a, a parent ed as part of the component of the preschool, and that just helped me so much. And I can't, I don't know if there were any you know particular quotes that came out of that, but um, but there were certain books they recommended. Um, that that helped me and uh and then as as the kids um grew older we started doing a lot of fun things as a family i mean even starting when they were quite young we would go on uh 10-day bicycle trips and uh it, it was a non-profit group and so it was just um it was just so much fun because at, at that time i think the kids were two and four and the one was able to um, be on a tandem bicycle and and ride on actually pedal on the back and um, there was just um, so much adventure and freshness and um, great times to interact with the kids all throughout the day and in the evening around the campfire Uh, so those really stick out in my mind the most yeah, and it's funny because um, probably about an hour before the show, um, I was reacquainting myself with, with the book, and the first thing that I opened up to was adventure. You know, like, yeah. So I've been thinking about adventure for the last hour. Um, so, you know, oh, you have, yeah. huh? Yeah, because it, it's so great when you're doing something and you just don't know what's going to happen in the next moment, and, um, yeah. every, and, and everything is so much of a surprise. Um, yeah, it's um, yeah. What, what I um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I, I was going to mention a book that I, I can't think of right now, um, but um, Robert Redford portrayed the um, he portrayed the um, person who wrote the book. Oh, oh, I know. It's Bill Bryson. And talk about an adventure. I mean, I, I remember when I was reading that book, I was just, you know, laughing so hard. And and then when I saw the movie, I, I, I just realized that that each, you know, step of the way truly was an adventure with everyone you'd meet. And, and then as I get older, I'm still trying to find adventures. So, because um, I, I really, I, I think... It helps give us a fresh perspective on life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really liked the the quotes in, in that particular section, and, and you know, and you know, it's one of those areas that I think um, people um, don't give it enough attention. 
understand. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes our life is so planned out, you know, that, um, I mean, it doesn't allow for adventure, you know. I mean, adventure seems to be spontaneous and, and um, you know, mysterious and curious. Right, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I was going to say. So, thirty-six books. I mean, I just can't imagine. I have three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Four. You know. But uh, (laughs) uh, tell us. Tell us. I mean, tell us just a a bit about that because I mean that's you know that is unique and unusual. You know, and what what drives you and how how you know just um, yeah. How did you get to 36 books? Yeah, the um yeah, I first started um with a book called The Home Design Handbook. I uh was married to an architect at the time and uh went around to a lot of houses that architects designed and I I realized there were just a lot of things that were overlooked. So, I first tried selling it on my own and then I went to the Pacific Northwest Writers Conference and I met an agent, Denise Marshall, and she looked at it and she goes, she goes, yes, this is great. You know, I, I can sell it, but first you're going to have to do a book proposal. And I didn't know what a book proposal was, so I learned what that was. I was excited about having Denise as my agent because I really liked her, and she also lived in New York City, and I love New York. So, um, so she was able to sell that to Henry Holt, and then she came to our family's home for dinner, and she saw a binder I'd put together when my children were young. It was called Graces, and I wanted to find kind of more inspiring ways to express gratitude around the dinner table. And she started looking through this, and she goes, June, this is a book. And she goes, and I think it could be, and she says, and I know the perfect publisher for it. And that time it was Harper Collins, San Francisco, and now it's Harper One. And she said, um, I think it would be stronger if you, if you, opened, um, if you opened submissions to, um, to, to writers and poets uh, who, you know, so I wouldn't just basically be um, having a book based upon my binder, but it would have a lot of contemporary pieces in it. And it was just a, a stroke of genius that um, she thought of that. She had a lot, a lot of good ideas about my other books. So, um, that's been my most successful book so far. So um, that has sold about um, 250,000 copies, and then um, and then from there they just the books came from my interests. Um, I, I in in terms of prayers, uh, the book after Graces was bedside prayers. Oh, and actually Harper One came to my agent to see if I'd be interested in doing such a book. And I think it's the first time that an idea came from a publisher, I think. Um, but the books that would come after that would just be personal interests of mine, um, such as Mothers and Daughters. And um, and then I got excited about a book called Wedding Blessings. Um, and I couldn't find anything that I really liked a lot. So I thought I thought that would be a good book. And... Then um, another time I came up with the idea for Christmas blessings. And then so so these were anthologies based upon um, interfaith 
prayers and inspirational poetry. And and I had not at that point done a quote book, mainly because I felt I wasn't ready to have that full content. Um, I wanted to wait until the book itself was ready, uh, where it felt you know ready in my heart, ready in terms of what I'd found. And a lot of times quotes would come to me. I'd be watching you know, TV or listening to the radio, and a certain unexpected quote would develop. And, and I just loved it when um, I'd just be doing another activity, and all of a sudden I hear something and think, oh, that's a good quote for my book. So that's probably how they all came to be. And then I did do one book, or, and it's, uh, it's still available for sale. It's called We Are Women. And it was a, a book of um, vintage quotes of uh, black and white vintage quotes of women paired with inspirational, um, comforting, or humorous quotes. And that was fun because it was the first book where I could combine photography with quotes. And if I could, <laughs> I think if I had my choice, I would I would love to continue doing more books of you know photography with quotes and. Um, I was, yeah, I was really yeah. lucky to get We Are Women published, and um, and then now the the gift market is 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 definitely off. My my books are primarily gift books. I also see Hey, It's Your Day as an as an inspirational and reference book. So it's um, I think in these times of the pandemic, um, um, it it would be tougher to get. Um, to to get a, yeah. a photo quote, you know, pairing book published. So, like you yeah. said, you've had three books published. Is that right? Yeah, those those weren't. I, I actually did one photo book. Um, that oh, um, you and did. That, yeah, that, yeah, actually, I did. And um, it's been a while for, since that. And and um, and and I did have um, inspirational sometimes you know, kind of informational if it were, you know, butterflies or particular flowers, something like that. But um, ah. yeah, it's, it, it, it's a, it, it's a tough, you know, I mean, it would be a tough market, but I mean, you can, I mean, I took obviously the self-publishing just to get it, just because I wanted to be able to have something to show people when I talked, when I, you know, as an example of what I did, in, did that was like in the early days of, of when I was kind of getting back into it, um, photography, but, but there, but I think those um, there there still is a you know a market for it. I mean, people you know I mean the, the old um, coffee table book idea, you know. Right, um, right. Still is still still relevant. Well, I want to take um, just a quick break, June. Um, okay. And then when we come back, you know, we we're going to talk a little bit more um, about the quotes and and the people involved. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, great. Yeah, everyone, okay. we'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,400 shows we have had over the past nine years. Also on the site, is a link to the products and services we provide, books, photography, a wellness store, and self-publishing assistance. Our show is a free podcast on iTunes 
Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms at the top of our homepage. Our website, ByteRadio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest is June Kottner, and we're talking about her newest book, Hey, It's Your Day, Inspirational Quotes and Affirmations to Live By. And again, you can find out more about this book as well as the other 35 books of June's by visiting her website, which is www.junecotner.com, and that's J-U-N-E-C-O-T-N-E-R.com. Okay, with that, we're back, June. I'm back here, yep. <laughs> okay, great. So um, I'm going to ask you a question and uh, see if you can put it together. Uh, there are two quotes in your book that I'm going to read to you, and you can maybe tell me what the common element is. Okay. One okay. Of them is, <laughs> one of them is, God, teach us to carry each other and know the lightness that comes with each step when it is taken with another. And then the other one is, today you will witness countless miracles, starting with the sun's dawning. Uh, the common element is they're both written by Corinne DeWinter. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and that is, what's that familiar laugh in the background? That is Corinne. Hey, Corinne. It's been a long time. Hey, June. Um, I just wanted to call in because I saw you were a guest on Robert's show, and I, you know, me and June go way back. Um, yes. June, when, uh, what was the first book I was in? It was, like, all the ones you mentioned I was in. Um, but it was, like, I met you in Connecticut, I believe. Um, God, that's got yes. to be 25 years ago. Yeah, we we was that someone? Yeah, I'm almost sure we did an event at the uh, Barnes and Noble in Farmington, Connecticut. I think that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. I know it was um, so delightful to meet you. I, it just is great. And then, um, and then you've also met Nancy Tupperling, and yeah, um, yeah, and she now um, has co-authored several books with me. So I, I was just so happy that she was able to meet you too. Oh, yeah, I love her. Uh, you know, so I just want to say, you have been an inspiration just for what you've created over the years, June. And it's, it really, you really have. And it's an honor to be in the, in the books. And they are so popular because, like, when I get the books from you, um, like I'll give one as a gift to somebody, and they treasure these books. So, Aww. and I also want Say, I also want to say that Robert um, is the perfect pair up for you in terms of his photos. He's an awesome photographer. Wow. Um, he takes, takes some terrific photos. So, And I don't know about his quote book, but anyway, so I hope that you guys sort of work together in the future in some manner. It would be wonderful. Would be really yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was just, well, uh, yeah. as we're talking, I, I just uh, took a look at my database, and it's just pretty incredible, all the number of books that you've been in of mine. And there are so many pieces you've written that I love, and they some of the pieces just haven't fit in a book yet. And um, so I, I just hope there will be more for sure. So, yeah, you just have a one way of taking one or two lines, and it just, like, wow, it just, it's just so deep and powerful and um, moving. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, um, in, in, June, in June, actually, Corinne was also played a part in my last book, which was The Heart Oh, really? Okay. And she, she told the story of her father um, and caring for her father. Look at you, look at you yeah. Corinne. You're just getting all around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, his book was The Heart Soul of Caring, and he had, um, you know, a dozen or so people tell the story of taking care of their loved one as they were dying. So that was an important you know, and I mean, you know, June, I know you have so many more books in you. I know that somehow, you know, we're going to cross, our lines will cross again, you know? Oh, for sure, yes, yes, so... Yeah. The, the number 50 passed through my head. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, it did. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And, and you know, working with um, one book that that hopefully will be coming up, um, my agent shopping, the proposal is called Bless the Earth, and it will be geared for children who are um, ages four to eight. And um, so I, I think, you know, I think you'll have something for that. So we, you know, once the, once the proposal sells, that then we'll make a call for submissions with the contributors. So I can, oh, you know what? I'm almost sure you have, you actually have one piece as the samples in the proposal. I just remembered that. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yep. Um, yeah. Cause we yeah. wanted, I think to make it a little bit more, child oriented and and you did a great job with the revision so oh thank you thank you yeah Um, yeah it's hard it's um you know as an inspirational writer you know i also write horror so it's kind of kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) wow that's interesting (laughs) very interesting but i want to i just want to end this um with one quote that i absolutely love and it's by ram Doss. And he said, you have to keep an open heart even in hell. And I love that quote. Yes. Yes. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, it's so nice to talk to you, June. You too, Corinne. And, you know, I think it was, oh, golly, how many years? Must have been 20 years ago maybe that we met in Connecticut. Oh. Um, At least. Yeah. Yeah. Least. Yeah. So, yeah, and thanks so much for calling in. And it's nice to know of your connection to Robert too. And it's yeah, interesting to know that you. you write horror as well. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> now that that might be a, a slight alteration, June, in your typical books, but you know. Yeah, um, right. Kind of, yeah, there, are, there is a market for horror, you know, and. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> well, well, thank you again for calling in. I really appreciate you calling in, Corinne. All right. Take care. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks, Corinne. Yeah, she has a show on Blog Talk, Supernatural. um, And um, 
anyway, I, I kind of I follow it. So every now and then, I get to when I get the chance to listen live. I do. She always has a nice group of people. Wonderful, wonderful, oh, yeah. Well, great. Well, this is good. Well, now one of the things that um, I wanted to ask you as as a quote collector, um, uh-huh. what about that prolific author unknown? I mean, that person is just <laughs> they're just everywhere. Right. So, right. Um, so kind of, I mean, yeah. How do I tell? I mean, I'm, you know, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's always nice to, you know, attribute a quote to a particular source. But obviously, there's, you know, a lot of author unknown. So, you know, kind of, what, what is when you come across that? What, what is, do you have any particular thoughts about it? Or yeah, if actually, if I want to use it, um, you know, at first, you know, I have to love it to begin with. But if I want to use it, I. Right do a pretty careful search to make sure it's not attributed to someone else. I'll put, you know, exact words in Google and maybe it's a really long quote and Google won't take that many words. So maybe I put in a string of six oh, to 10 wow. words. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, you know, maybe in Hey, It's Your Day, uh, perhaps the copy editor came up with two or three that were either author unknown or one in which I listed an author, and it really turned out it was author unknown. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't have any trouble using them, other than, say, if a book like My We Are Women is female-oriented, I thought the voice would have to come from a woman. And, um, But, yeah, there's so many incredible, incredibly beautiful author unknown quotes, and some are, are... you know, passage, I mean, you know, good solid paragraphs, too, that are just deeply moving. Yeah. I want to share with the listeners, like you listed a couple of them in the beginning of, of your book that when you're talking about um, thinking about making the best out of everything. And um, they are, uh, what a wonderful thought it is that some of our best days of our lives haven't yet happened. And then the other one is, I do not regret Growing older, it's a privilege denied to many. And I thought, yeah. you know, those are just, I mean, when you sit back and you think about it, I mean, it's just, you know, particularly with the challenges that people have gone through this, you know, past year, um, those are just very important to to keep in mind. They are. Those, yeah, I, I just love both of them. And, um, and I forget what it was with the – that that it's a privilege denied to many. Um, I I was talking, you know, with I think with someone in in uh, my Lions Club, and um, maybe we were <coughs> talking about <coughs> some sort of ailment or, um, you know, I I'm not you know a, a physical ailment, and he said that quote to me, and I just loved it, and so then I went home and looked it up, and. Um, Okay, so yes, um, sorry about that interruption. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the author unknowns, and you were talking about how you really do your best. Um, but you know, in, during this particular time that we've been going through, the idea of you know keeping in mind about the privilege of being able to grow old. You know, when we've seen so many young folks having lost their lives this past year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah. So, yeah, there's just a stark contrast that, gee, we're the lucky ones who are still alive and, um, you know, going into each day, particularly early on, you just didn't know who might infect you or, you know, whether you were carrying something, you might infect someone else. So, yeah, it's just, you know, tragic that we've lost half a million people. And, yeah, um, yeah so, so, I mean, life truly is a privilege. It is. It is very much so. Now, one of the parts of your book, um, they're called Affirmations for Living. So can you tell us a, a bit about that subsection of your book? Yeah. Um, I, I Even though a lot of the quotes um, in the book work for um, as affirmations, there were some that just really stood out to me that I thought they deserved their own chapter. And um, I'm just trying to um, – yeah, oh, it's interesting. One quote from there uh, comes from Arlene Gay Levine, and she lives in New York. And actually, she's been in a number of my books, and I finished – the very last quote in the book with hers was, each step is a journey, a single note, the song. And it's so simple and mm-hmm. so powerful. She said so much, with, with I think, with such beauty and so few words. It, it's just um, that. Yeah. So, And then um, the Buddha, every morning we are born again, um, they're, they're just—it's just so nice to um, think of those things. And I think um, sometimes we might end up with with a bad day or something that could have, you know, gone better. And then um, Nicholas Sparks has a quote: "Life always offers you a second chance. It is called tomorrow." And um, wow. I, do do any of the quotes and in, in, uh, any of the affirmations there do any kind of speak to you at all? I don't know if you yeah, as a matter of fact, if you can yeah, get to fact, the book. Re- yeah, there was one I read, and um, you know we we're talking about matching it up with pictures. So there was one I read that it was like as soon as I read, it's like ah, I have got to match this up <laughs> with this one. Um, it, it is on your Facebook page, so for people who are following you on Facebook, they can check it out there. But anyway, the affirmation is. Be like the hummingbird. Gather sweetness in all you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's really sweet. Um, Well, no, it's true, but it was what it was your quote. um, Yeah. And and then anyway, I have a hummingbird picture that I had done is like and made it like you know photo art, which is you know you apply like it makes it look like an oil painting kind of thing from right, right, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I just call it photo art, but anyway, so I had one of a hummingbird. So yeah. So but anyway. Um, yeah, so I like that one. But it's, you know, I, I like the idea of having those simple statements because, um, you know, when you're, you know, in, in time of, when in time of need, um, sometimes it's, you know, those simple ones that will pop into your head. You know, I think maybe my idea is, is that your guides are saying, you know, remember that? Remember that quote? You know, now's the time. Right, right. And, you know, I think, too, if you're pairing them with photos, they're actually more memorable because, they each reinforce the other. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, but yeah, it'll be great to be in touch with you regarding your photos because I I just love pairing <laughs> yeah. quotes with nature photos. So yeah, and I, I and I, I think they're so relatable too because everyone is looking at nature. Whereas if you have say specific people in the photo, I mean that that can certainly work too. But right. I think I think with the nature, the photos are a hundred percent relatable. Yeah, you know that was you know one of. Um, a project I'm working on. The idea it was with um, uh, that everybody experiences nature, you know. But I think it's one of those areas in life that we either take for granted or we overlook, you know. That uh-huh. There's so much. If we if we look closer, we can see more. Um, so, um, and, and I think that you know. Uh, like you say, the pairing of them, you know, will, will be act as a trigger, you know, for, for uh-huh. some people. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, I also had a book published and it's still in print called Earth Blessings. And I'd be really happy to mail it to you. I think you'll find some quotes in there for your photos. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to become quickly a fan of yours. Oh. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, uh, <laughs> well, you know, um, the, the idea, obviously, with inspiration is, is one of those things that I've been focused on for you know, since I've had the show, um, and it's going to be 12 years in October. So it's just one of those, and anytime you run across something that inspires you, um, you know, I kind of just lap it up. <laughs> You know, um, oh, I think, yeah. oh. I think, well, my, my thought is, is that, you know, if the inspiration is when you, there's something you do or say or be, uh, um, get someone else to, you know, do, think, be better themselves. Uh-huh. You know, um, on their own, you know, recognizing right. that, you know, you just, it's just through example. And, um, um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, Nature has has a way of doing that if if you you know listen. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, and congratulations on having your program for twelve years. That's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, yeah. the, the, when I started it, I, I didn't know if it was going. I started it in October, and I didn't know if I was going to do it through December. <laughs> so, twelve years later, it's. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's fun. Well, I get to talk to and meet people like yourself, you know, that um, can help inspire. And, and also Corinne, you know, she's um, I, she's had her show I think for as long as I've known. And yeah, um, you know, it, it's um, she also provides that inspiration as well. Yeah, yeah, and I I didn't even know about that. So that's that's good to know. So yeah, yeah. she's. Uh, been contributing since um uh since I, I don't think she was in graces that 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 call went out to a magazine called poets and writers um but she was probably at least in at least in my third book i think so mm-hmm. um yeah so it, it's just and then at the time i took submissions via mail i you know the whole online thing hadn't started so um, there were so many of her pieces that were so lovely. I can, I used to take my submissions with me to Barnes and Noble and work there because I liked 
being in an environment around books while I'm working on a book. And Uh I I just remember reading so many of her lovely, lovely pieces and knowing that maybe it won't work for this current book, but it sure could work somewhere down the line. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you, so do you you like read a piece and then pull quotes from it? Because I heard you reference going to your database. So obviously I'm, you know, it's, um, you obviously have a, a way of being referencing, you know, books and author, you know authors and that kind of thing. So, um, is it in a case where you would maybe read a piece and then pull certain quotes and then enter them into your database? Yeah, yeah. What it would be is um, is a person would send quotes. And if I really liked okay. it and thought it could work for the book, then I give them what's called a preliminary acceptance. However, mm-hmm. until I'm at the end of the book of putting it together, I might find that, gee, two or three pieces are too similar or, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so just so, so some of the preliminary acceptances do fall by the wayside, but I do know that I love right. the piece. Um, and so at that point, then once I put the final book together, then I send uh, permission forms to the contributors. Mm-hmm. And so with it, with a database, it keeps track of preliminary acceptances and final acceptances. And then it also keeps track of each individual title that's going into the book. So, so yeah, I was able to go to my database and just see, <laughs> um, you know, how many – um, how many? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I I ended up making a, a new form where I checked off the names of the books, and it looks like Corinne has been in, boy, eighteen of them. I'd say she's been oh in a lot. God. Yeah, and it could yeah. be more than that. I just have, you know, it looks more like twenty. I was didn't see one column there, so, um, yeah, she she's just. Um, Oh, and I see she also is in Earth Blessings, the books that I mentioned I'd send to you. So, yeah, so, so, that's, so, so that's the process. And um, okay. usually the, the contributors are really, you know, happy to be in the book. Um, if there's a permissions budget, it's um, $25 for non-exclusive rights. So the contributors still own their, their poems or their prayers. And then uh, – but – Lately, um, with the way publishing is, there hasn't been a permissions budget, um, and and what, along with that, the twenty five dollars, they also got a copy of the book for each um, poem published, yeah, right. and so now mm-hmm. <clears throat> now it, it's still the same thing, um, where they still own all rights to their poem, but uh, there isn't a permissions budget, and but whenever I can, mm-hmm. you know, I want to do a permissions budget, but it's just also adapting to the changing times too. So, um, um, but, yeah. but I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, know, in fact, today I'm going to be mailing Corinne two copies of, Hey, it's your day. So, um, oh, so well, she'll, she'll, she'll be getting it. that I soon. <laughs> great. <laughs> Unless she's going to love it. So, um, now is there any, um, you know, um, what, what do you hope that, you know, hey, it's your day. What, do you have any um, hopes of what the reader is going to, going to gain from the book? You already know what yeah, I You know, I <laughs> so, think the fact so that it's, huh? Yeah, I think the fact that it's divided into sections 
um, mm-hmm. helps a person be able to, to go to a specific category, such as whether they want to go to positivity or renewal or serenity. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope that they will find, you know, fresh and motivational quotes to, um, you know, start their morning and uplift their day. And maybe they want to read yeah. something calming in the evening and, or just, keep it on the coffee table and go to a specific chapter. I think, I think there are about 50 chapters in the book or 50 sections and just to give them a boost at any time. And, um, you know, it's really been a labor of love starting from when I was 14. And I do think there are a lot of good quotes in the book and hopefully many that people haven't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot that I hadn't seen. Um, a lot in you know, and I've, I've, really been you know always on the lookout for a positive uplifting quote um and uh now there, there was actually um one that was from a poet from my alma mater whittier college it was from john greenleaf whittier um oh. no longer forward or behind i look in no or no forward, excuse me no longer forward or behind i look in hope or fear but gratefully to take the good I find, the best of now and here. Yeah. Yep. I'm almost, I love that. that. And I'm almost sure that was one that went on the calendar that I made when I was in my teens. So I, I, yep. I do love that. Yep. That's a great one. Yep. I, I made a note that you said you put it on your office wall. <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a lot on my office wall. <laughs> But I, I try to keep it somewhat tidy so it's, you know, inspiring. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's great. Well, well, June, this has really been a delight. I, I'm I'm sure that we will be, you know, connecting our, our interests and our friends overlap. So um, that's a wonderful thing to know. And I really want to thank you for your time. Really. Well, thank, thank you for your a, time. I really appreciate being on your show. It's my pleasure. I, I, I'm calling your book a, a treasure, an, an inspirational treasure. Um, it's like the mother load. <laughs> so, really so for people out there who you know, like, you know, positive, uplifting quotes, and, and, you know, because the one thing that, you know, it kind of all goes back to is the idea of, you know, it's not inspiration, then comfort or humor. That in the tough times that we experience, um, it's always good to have, that positive thought to to either kind of um, hold on to or to try and you know bring inward to be able to to make a, a positive change in our life. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time today, June. And um, your book has got my two thumbs up, and I appreciate you spending it and talking to us about your book. Well, thank you so much, and you have a good rest of the day. Thank you. You as well. Uh, Again, everyone, today my special guest has been June Kottner. We've been talking about her new book, Hey, It's Your Day, Inspirational Quotes and Affirmations to Live By. And again, you can find out more about this book or the 30-plus books, other books that she has written by visiting her website, which is www.junecottner.com. That's J-U-N-E-C-O-T-N-E-R. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. 
You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at byteradio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.